Blog Talk Radio. What's going on, family? It's your man, El Divine Bay. It's hump day. It's hump day. It's hump day. Y'all call me right now. We live on the show, and we're about to go in today. Mother, mother, there's too many of you to cry. Brother, 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 there's far too many of you dying. You know we've got to find a way to bring some loving here today. Father, Father, we don't need to escalate. You see, war is not the answer for only love. Family, it's your man, El Divine Bay, Blog Talk Radio. It's your man. It's Hum Day, man. This is what we do, Wealth Principles 101. But today's topic 
has nothing to do with wealth principles. It's about why. Why, 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 why do y'all keep killing black people, man? Y'all, y'all, we're not going to keep asking, begging, petitioning, marching. Them days is over, bro. No more talking. No more marching. It's time to organize and govern ourselves, man. And we have a remedy for all of those individuals who's sick and tired of seeing our people being murdered, whether it be by civilians, whether it be by the police, whether it be by however, if we getting disrespected, murdered, beat up, do whatever. If you are disrespecting us, the time for that shit has to stop. And forgive me for cussing. You know what I'm saying? I usually try and keep it a, a buck, but this is this is it's, it's, it's past sensitivity, man. We just came out of Ramadan, a holy month, fresh out of Ramadan. <laughs> Y'all kill a brother in the middle of the daylight in front of everybody like it was just the thing to do. So we're going to be talking about what we can do to organize and how y'all can get be a part of the human rights policy and become human rights policy officers, being able to police ourselves in our territories where we stay. So this is a real thing that we can make it happen in addition to some other things that we're going to be speaking of. But I'm going to play one more song because we're waiting for these calls to come in here because we want this dialogue to be off the chain. So give me about three or four minutes. We'll be right back. We're going to fight the power, y'all. Playback. It's time for a revolution, man. Who went?
Once again, it's your man, L. Divine Bay. This is Hump Day, Blog Talk Radio, man. Uh, today, it's a beautiful day to be alive, but it's also a sad day to see that the constant disrespect for black people, for Moors, for people of color, is continually being pushed down our throat, in our face, like we just don't even matter. And it's like, I don't know if they're trying to push the envelope until there's a, a all-out riot, but explain this to me, people. Well, let me let me let me let me do this the correct way. Apologize. Let me do this the correct way. Before we do anything, we gotta pay homage to all of our ancestors, y'all, because we are standing on their backs right now. Without them, there will be no us. For me to even have a platform to discuss what I'm about to talk about is a blessing, and somebody had to die for us to get that right. Somebody had to stand up for me to be able to speak freely on these on these airwaves. So I got to give homage to all of our ancestors and all of those who came before me. So peace to the gods, man. Assalamu alaikum to the nation. Islam to all my Moors out there. Hotep, Alafia, Shalom, and any greetings of peace, man. I bid you, Ashe, any greetings of peace, man. We bid you that right now, man. So. Now that the energy's right, man. Now that we pay homage to to our to our people, 
let's let's get into it, man. Let's get into it. My whole thing about today's conversation is um what is it gonna take? I mean, what is it really gonna take in order for us as a people to come together and 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 we have to annihilate the bullshit. And when I say annihilate, I mean annihilate. We can't be docile anymore. We can't be, oh, please don't stop killing us, stop killing us. We can't be passive no more. It is a war going on outside, y'all. And we are target practice for these people out here. And I'm not saying these people like it's just one group of people. Man, listen, we are target practice. For these people out here, man, they don't have no dis. They not have no regards for our life, not our rights. We don't even have rights. We don't even have rights. We don't have human rights. You can't have rights if you don't know the law. So they give you privileges. Let's be clear. They give you privileges, and they can take and give them as as they want. So, man. Let me give me some 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 soundtrack music going real quick, bro. Cause we need to talk about it, and the show is gonna be one hour because I have a training to do right after this. So we're gonna get into this, man. There's no way you could be on this planet right now and not know of the situation of uh, my brother George Floyd that was brutally murdered in broad daylight. By the police officer Brutally murdered In broad daylight In front of a police officer I mean by a police officer So I mean I know y'all heard the stories I know y'all seen Heard Made up your minds That you know you, You're sick of being sick and tired All that is good I, I'm, 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 I'm feeling you To a degree But When is it going to stop When is it going to be enough To where we Assemble, collect ourselves, come together, organize and unite and demand a change. We can't stop asking. I mean, we can't continue to ask for our oppressors to give us what we want. Any liberation that has taken place on this planet did not come without a sacrifice, did not come without overthrowing per se. Not to say we want to overthrow anybody. We just want to be governed by our own people. We don't want people that don't look like us killing our people in the street just because they got a badge and a fucking uniform on, man. This shit is so played out. But I can't even be be surprised. I can't be surprised at what they're doing. That's That's not even the issue. The issue is we as people are able to watch the life being suffocated out of one of our brothers that looks just like you. But instead of helping, we videotape them because we become so desensitized from life. Like you see a life fading in front of your eyes and I mean saying something is one thing but how many cops were out there how many cops were out there how many 
of us was out there. We have to stop talking. We have to stop marching. We have to stop videotaping. It only takes one person to videotape for proof. The rest of us need to be fighting. We need to be fighting. If somebody gets shot, hey, somebody going to have to take that damn bullet. I'd rather see somebody stand up for what's right and lose their life in the process of doing so as opposed to sitting there and watching another one of our brothers and sisters being murdered in front of us like we're watching a fucking TV show or a video game, man. Shit is, is, is unreal. It's unreal how we even move anymore. We can see shit go down and we videotape it. Man, that, that's, that's messed up, man. You shouldn't do that. You're doing this shit for likes, bro. You're doing this shit for likes, sis. But if you're a man and you're seeing a man or a woman being assaulted by anybody, whether that be a civilian, whether that be a police officer, if they are doing something that is not legal or you don't feel is right, say something, yeah. But I'm going to need one or two or three of y'all to do more than say something. Do something. We have to start fucking standing up to these people when they're wrong, man. And that doesn't mean just go out and start knocking the first white person you see out or shooting the first cop you see because that doesn't make us no better than them. That just opens the door for them to to really go hard. And then the, the, the whole martial law can be enacted and then this motherfucker is going to be like a third world country. We have things in place. To be able to take back our neighborhoods, take back our power. And that's what we want to talk about today. But before we get into that, for those of you who living in a rock somewhere that don't understand what I'm talking about in regards to uh, the late George Floyd out of Minneapolis, I'm going to play a clip here, a news clip. Let me pause my music because I want y'all to be able to hear this. So I'm going to play this news clip. It was a large protest after the video surfaced about brother uh, George Floyd's death. Continue to lie, give false police reports saying he was resisting arrest, he was doing that. It's always a shade tree ass story that they put out there and then the truth comes out because it's always a camera on. It's a camera at every fucking light. It's a camera at every ATM. It's cameras on the street lights, on the wires of the street lights. If they want to see what happened, they have the ability to do so. But they didn't. It was another restaurant owner who has a security camera that caught the real story. And that's why we're able to see that he was not resisting arrest. And this was just a form of white supremacy in a blue uniform. So here we go. Let's go ahead and listen to the the the, um, the audio. Where tensions between protesters and police reached a boiling point following the death of George Floyd. He is the black man who appeared to be suffocated by a white police officer during an attempted arrest on Monday. Thousands gathered demanding justice after a video was released of the officer using his knee to pin down Floyd's neck. 
protesters threw rocks at police chanting, I can't breathe. Those are the words that Floyd used himself during the arrest. Officers fired tear gas into the crowd in response. CBS News Chief Justice and Homeland Security Correspondent Jeff Begays is in Minneapolis. He's been following the latest uh, from the very beginning, uh, Jeff. And you had an opportunity, Jeff, to speak to the family of George Floyd. What did they tell you? Well, they are obviously grieving right now. And it was a, a tough interview to do because you can hear the pain in their voices and you can see it on their faces. Uh, one of his brothers was wiping tears from his eyes as he talked about what happened here at this corner on Monday. And you see behind me the growing memorial and people continue to show up here. But the family wants action. They were uh, thankful to the protesters who came out yesterday, but they want to see action and glad they want to see the officers held accountable. Yeah, and I know, Jeff, a number of protesters have been calling for actual criminal charges to be filed, but I thought it was very interesting that the officers were fired so quickly, but also that the FBI was asked to come in and investigate within 24 hours of this uh, death and asked by the police chief to come in and investigate. How common is that? Because I know you've covered, sadly, a number of these sort of things. Yeah, well, it's something, Anne-Marie, that, frankly, we're seeing more and more. Because post-Ferguson, police departments essentially have a playbook on what to do if you have these clashes between police and the community. How do you diffuse the tension? And when you have videos, the likes of which uh, people have been watching in this case over the last couple of days, it is the kind of video that spurs police departments to act swiftly. Why? because they want to reduce tension in these neighborhoods and in this city uh, as a whole. And so that's why you saw this swift action. And, and yeah, it, it's not something that you regularly see. Uh, they took action within 24 hours of this story making headlines. Uh, they fired the four police officers, but there is still this investigation, which is ongoing. And there are a couple of different investigations. And frankly, the family last night is telling me that they want to see what they view as an independent investigation. While the police department has called for the FBI to come in, that doesn't seem good enough for the family. They don't view that as independent enough for an investigation like this. And Jeff, I note uh, that your live shot is uh, right in front of uh, the location uh, where the incident took place. And I can see people placing balloons uh, and other mementos uh, as a memorial uh, to his life. And there are a lot of comparisons, Jeff, as uh, you know, being made between uh, this case and Eric Gardner here in New York City. Uh, as Anne-Marie pointed out, we've covered, sadly, so many of these uh, police uh, uh, killings. You've even written books about it. Walk us through some of the similarities and some of the differences. Well, when I watched that tape, you know, you, the first thing that came to mind was Eric Garner. Why? Because of those three words, I can't breathe. George Floyd uttered the same words that Eric Garner did. Uh, and so the similarities, in my view, start right there with that. And then you had the onlookers surrounding the police officers as they did in Staten Island, sort of pleading with the officers to stop, and yet the actions continue. Now, whether those actions rise to 
to a, a criminal case, we'll just have to see. In fact, the uh, police union has, has come out and said, you know, don't rush to judgment in this case. And that's frankly what we hear in a lot of these cases. So it'll, it'll be interesting to see where this goes. But there are these similarities. It is eerily similar. And again, because of those three words, I can't breathe, which, in, which now, once again, has become the rallying cry for the protesters out here, as it did for protesters uh, during the Black Lives Movement, uh, post-Ferguson, post-Staten Island, post-Freddie Gray in Baltimore. So this rings familiar for a lot of people. Yeah, it, it certainly does. And, you know, I mentioned that the officers had been fired, but now I'm learning that almost sort of half of the officers that are fired in Minnesota end up getting reinstated. Do we know what the next steps for these officers are? Well, you, you know, the most pressing thing that is probably on their minds is whether there are going to be criminal charges in this case. You know, we don't know when that could happen. It could happen today. It could happen in three weeks. We don't know how fast they're going to move in this case. You know, obviously they have the video there, and that is a, a pretty powerful piece of evidence. And I just say the video, but there are really several different angles of different video. There's security camera that we saw from, from a restaurant on this corner behind me. Uh, that also offers a look at the beginning of this incident, of this interaction between George Floyd and the police officers. So where this goes, uh, we'll have to see. Whether these officers will be reinstated, I'm sure, typically in a lot of cities with police departments, you have a formal grievance process. It is something, something that they have in their contracts, uh, based on their collective bargaining agreements with the cities where they work. And so I'm sure that there, there is a process in place for them to potentially appeal this decision. Uh, I'm not exactly briefed on the, the details of that, but there usually is in cases like this. So we'll have to see where this goes. We'll have to see if there is a possibility that they could ever get their jobs back, uh, you know, because of what's on that tape. Right now, the focus of this community seems to be whether there will be charges against these officers, criminal charges, which, again, is something that you don't often see. It is difficult to bring a case against officers who are seen as just doing their job. And it is even more difficult to indict and convict police officers. So we'll have to see where this goes. But, you know, Jeff, it's interesting. You pointed this out in the report that you filed for CBS this morning, uh, a couple of things. Uh, one, uh, that it is uh, – we don't see it often that police officers are fired this quickly um, in the wake of an incident like this. But something else that you reported, um, you had in your piece videotape uh, that showed Mr. Floyd uh, being led away by those police officers. And uh, according to uh, the reporting out there, uh, the police officers said that he was risking arrest. But what did the video show, at least that particular piece of video? Yeah, and this is video that we obtained late yesterday. It aired for the first time on uh, CBS Evening News, uh, and it showed what appears to be the beginning of this interaction, and the person who handed the video over to us said that he wanted to make sure that that video got out there because, in his view, it showed that the officers or the police department's account of what started all of this was not 
not show Floyd resisting arrest. So it, it's one more piece of evidence, potentially, that investigators and prosecutors could use in this case. But there are several other pieces. Something we haven't seen is the body camera video. Uh, the officers had body cameras, and according to, to the police department, they were activated. So that is something else that we could see at some point. In fact, in previous cases, similar to this, you had police departments relatively quickly showing the body camera footage. We'll see if they do that in this case. They might say, listen, this is too sensitive. The investigation is still underway. We might not do that. We'll just have to see. Yeah, well, somebody has already seen that body camera footage, and certainly the police department was, was as you point out, was very, very quick to um, to release them, to fire them. Uh, we'll see. You know, they co- were called out because I believe you, you reported earlier that a fraud was being committed. It didn't sound like a violent crime. A lot of questions uh, that still need to be answered. Jeff, thank you so much. Okay. Now, the only thing I want to say about that little clip is that all of the individuals who are reporting on this story are people of color. So the the people that own these networks, I need y'all to to, to see how they they really they they move. They move so smooth. So, what would be the worst thing to do in this situation if you owned uh, a news network? The most insensitive thing that you can do at a time like this when some person of color just got murdered by a white officer is to have white reporters reporting on it. So they can't be, you know, biased in a situation like this. So, yeah, now all of a sudden the 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 people of color that do the news are are reporting this major story for a major network CBS the Caucasian broadcast system but you have people that you rarely see in front of the camera in front of the camera now because they know how lame and insensitive they are when it comes to reporting news especially when it's a death about one of us now had that been we know it wouldn't happen but had that been um, a Caucasian or European individual and it was a, a a person of color who was the cop, do you think for a millisecond that, one, they they may, the, the, the public at large, no white people, no, no, no Europeans, none of them would sit there and allow a black man to have his knee on somebody white's neck until they passed away. That shit wouldn't happen off top. Let's just be a keep it a buck right there. That shit is never going to happen. You're never going to see a black cop do that to a, a European or Caucasian. You're not going to see that. And if you do, it's not going to be in a in a white community where several white people are surrounded by him because they would they would man listen i I don't even want to speculate but just know that that shit would never happen it wouldn't happen with a white cop putting his knee on a white man's neck they would get so outraged they would attack him because they don't play they gonna stand up for what 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 they believe in but see when they look at us and treat us as if we less than human 
Like dogs have more rights than than people of color. Let me say blacks, because if you consider yourself black, you're already classified as legally dead in regards to the law. So that's where we have to stop. We got to stop, man. We got to stop. We got to stop. We got to learn about nationality. We got to learn about claiming our birthright. We got to learn about who we are as a people so we won't feel as if we less than. We're greater than, and as soon as y'all know that, man, as soon as y'all begun to realize that we are greater than, we just have to act and, and walk greater than. We can't be God's people and acting like infidels or savages. We can't be. We can't be God's people if we don't stand up for our children, for our, our, our neighbors, for our, our mothers, our brothers. We can't sit there and watch the life get strangled out of a a person right in front of us without taking action, without making somebody accountable. Now, shouts out to Minneapolis, the the riots that, that's going on. It's it's kind of bittersweet. I, I mean, I'm glad that they didn't stay at home and just act like nothing happened. So their cry out for justice is commendable. But just know there's going to be a price to pay for all of those police cars and every, all the damage that they created, that just opens the door up for them to bring in the military and really go hard on them. Now, now that the whole country, the whole world is looking at that town right now, they're going to be real selective in how they respond. The tear gas and all the things that they did today or, or last night, because this went on for, for several hours last night. I don't know if any of y'all were paying attention, but it went on for several hours. They were attacking the police. They went to the police station and then continued to protest. So they didn't know what to do. They, it, I got pictures on the site, man. If y'all go to Blog Talk Radio, you'll see the pictures where they surrounded the whole police station, as they should have. But when the tear gas comes and the weaponry, you know, they... They 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 made a point. The world is watching. But the fact that they fired the cops, that wasn't shit. All of those individuals should be in a cell. They should not be out to where they can flee. Because if they live in that community, which I doubt, if they lived in that community, they should have been at their house, not the police station. They should have been at their house. The per the man who had his knee on that guy's neck, on I don't want to say that guy, George George Floyd's neck, the the cop who committed the murder, he they should have been at his house. Public information. You can find out where a cop lives. Not 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 a hard thing to do. So I don't want to take too much time about um, you know, the scenario. But I do want you to hear a little bit of uh, from the family. So I'm going to play a little six-minute clip of that, and then I'm going to give you a remedy, one of the remedies that we can do to start being able to police ourselves and getting these people out of our communities because they're not there to police us. They're there to do what the hell they did to that man. They are looking for a reason to do something to one of us. Now, have they been in their own community they wouldn't have did that to a person that looked like them. That's that's the point. That's the point. And and even our 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 police officers of color, when they put on that badge, they don't feel like that they are one of us. They feel they're better than us. So they tend to side the other side. They ops. But when they take their uniform off, guess what? You just like us. You just like us. 
But man, I'm gonna play this little bit of clip about the family and uh, their take on it, and then I'm gonna give you something that you can do tonight. There's gonna be a call tonight at eight o'clock that that can show you a remedy and give you some 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 uh, give you some some guidance if you feel like you're you're not one of these scared to death Negroes and you want to do something to to make a change. We have things in place where we can get some petition signed, where you can join the human rights policy officers, and you can also get ready to organize in our communities all over the country. We're not a militia. We're human rights policy officers, and we're going to be demanding to take back our cities, our neighborhoods. And this is going to be done in a constructive way, but we're not going to be passive or, or docile with it. We come in with weapons, but we're going to demonstrate the right way so we can't get none of our people hurt. So we have leadership in place. We have councils in every city. If you live in the uh, territory of Ohio, I have a list of over 75 individuals that is ready to build They in different cities all over the state of Ohio, and they want to build with you in your selective cities. And in other states, we're in 17 states right now, and it's growing fast. But the word is going to really spread, especially after another black man just got murdered in front of our eyes. The whole world is watching this. When are we going to do something? Quick video to let the family explain how they feel about the situation. And then we're going to jump into the information on how you can become a part of the human rights policy officers and how to get reparations, something that we've been denied. They're spreading our reparations out with these uh, stimulus packages and other people are getting money that don't have no right to this reparation. But we're going to talk about that in just a second. Check out this video and then we'll be right back. attempted arrest. Officers in riot gear fired tear gas while protesters threw rocks and chanted, I can't breathe, echoing what 46-year-old George Floyd, that's his name, told police before he died repeatedly Monday night. The photos from the scene show people using milk to wash the tear gas from their faces. George Floyd's arrest can be seen on a 10-minute video. It shows a white officer using his knee to pin down Floyd's neck. Four officers have been fired for this incident, and the city's mayor said, quote, being black in America should not be a death sentence. Jeff Begay is in Minneapolis for us, where he spoke to members of Floyd's family. Jeff, good morning. You also saw last night's protests. What were they like? Yeah, well, they were peaceful to start, but they quickly escalated into violence. Behind me, you can see the growing memorial to George Floyd. It's right next to that bus stop where that cell phone camera captured his arrest and the last moments of his life. About that protest, they were right here at the scene where the arrest occurred. But as they started moving downtown, the crowd started getting rowdy as they got closer to the police precinct where they believed the fire four officers worked. <laughs> This was the chaotic scene in downtown Minneapolis last night. Hundreds of protesters clashing with police over the death of George Floyd. Tear gas and smoke filled the air with some officers using rubber bullets to break up the growing crowd. Earlier in the evening, chants for justice rang out at the site where Floyd was killed. 
The protest followed Floyd's death on Monday night. A white police officer pressed his knee into Floyd's neck for more than seven minutes as the 46-year-old pleaded for help with his hands cuffed behind his back before his body went still. And he would be doing what cops normally do these days. You know, just kill black folks. Last night, we spoke to Rodney and Philanese Floyd, George's brothers, and Tara Brown, his cousin. You don't believe when they say that he was resisting and that's what sort of got this chain of events started. You can't lie, lie, lie. believe what they say. You can see what you saw. And I saw, and the whole nation saw, the country saw, and every person, black person in America, same thing. Because it don't happen to nobody else. Police claim Floyd was a suspect in a forgery case at a deli and that he had physically resisted officers. A new surveillance video obtained by CBS News from a restaurant nearby shows officers calmly detaining him. Attorney Benjamin Crump is representing Floyd's family. He was handcuffed long before they took him to that car. And you can see his demeanor from the security video. They did not have to use this excessive lethal force that killed George Floyd. They did not have to do it. And that's why uh, simply terminating them is not enough because black lives matter we need to see justice happen um in this case this was clearly murder um we want to see them arrested we want to see them charged we want to see them convicted for what they did he did not deserve what happened to him no justice, no peace. i don't want the protest to just be for show i want to see action i want to see these people um pay for what they did we need to hold them accountable i see you wiping tears from your eyes what's running through your mind right now when you're you know just going through this just thinking just how like how amazing my brother was he never did anything to nobody everybody loved my brother i just don't understand why People want to hurt people, kill people. They didn't have to do that to my brother. Hearing him holler over and over, he can't breathe. He can't breathe. Nobody don't want to hear that. We took a look at the Minneapolis Police Training Manual, and it says that neck restraints are only allowed if a suspect is resisting an officer's actions, and it is only allowed as a non-deadly hold if it's not restricting an airway. And so a team of local and federal prosecutors will have to decide if the officer's actions here on Monday were justified for a criminal prosecution. Gail. It's still, Jeff, very difficult to look at that tape. I think one of the things that's so upsetting is that it can, an encounter, a black man's encounter with police can go from zero to death in a nanosecond, I think. That point she just made. Interaction with the police right now can go from a mere stop or charge to you dying in a nanosecond. A nanosecond. That's how less your life is worth. A nanosecond, people. So, listen. I'm going to give you all some information. Um, I see my my lines is blowing up as far as um, okay this is what we need to do we can continue to 
protest we can continue to march we can write our our, our our city government we can we can we can go try and vote and get people out of the way man listen all of that hasn't gotten us any freaking where it hasn't all we know is what we know what we've been doing we can go back and this is crazy we can go back to 19 what was it I think it was like 50 years ago a little more than 50 years ago in the same community it was riots in Minneapolis it might have been longer than that let me see I think it was 67 but the same city the same scenario this is not new to this city it's not new to this city but 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 my thing is what are we going to do as a people outside of bitching and moaning on the sideline this is what me and my people are doing go to human rights policy human rights policy dot us I don't care where you are right now. If you're listening online, if you if you're calling in as you're on the phone listening to me, you can pull up a web page. Go to humanrightspolicy.us. First thing you're gonna see is a, a young lady with a beret, also some men in fatigues, and the words stand for your rights. Give you a little bit of information about who. We are as the human rights policy officers. And it's going to give you some information on international law and the universal declaration of human rights. This is law, people. The universal declaration of human rights. This is what we need to base our actions on. Not on hearsay, not on feelings and emotions, but actual international covenant on council and political rights the universal declaration of human rights this is what everything is going to be predicated on not hearsay law you scroll down a little further it says take charge in your city by joining the council you yes you can be a member and join the council in your selective city so we when we're doing these calls and we're organizing you can be a part of the the solution, not a sideline uh, cheer. Somebody that's cheering for 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 justice, but you're not ready to move. You're not ready to put in any work. When you say you're tired of seeing shit happen and you don't do nothing, you're a part of the problem. I hate to be blunt, but that that's what it is. Every time they see they can get away with this without any, you know, no real see. It doesn't it doesn't it doesn't bring the man's life back if these people do go to jail. It doesn't change the fact that they still took a life in front of the whole world like it wasn't nothing. They wasn't even trying to hide it. He put his knee on George Floyd's neck with his hands in his pocket, looking up at everyone like, yeah, I'm about to kill this 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 this, you know. 
I'm not even going to give them satisfaction to, to, to say that word. But that that's how little they think of us. Y'all ain't going to do shit. We a gang. And outside of these uniforms that we got on, we got sheets and masks to go with them. Just because somebody puts on a uniform and they swear on oath to do whatever, that don't mean that shit apply to you. It don't apply to you. Join the team, man. I'm going to give you a number that you can join the team. Now, if you're looking at the human rights policy uh, dot US, you see some general information on there. But this is what I need you to do. Today's Wednesday. There's going to be a conference call tonight at 8 p.m. You can tune in and get some information from the person who's spearheading this campaign. His name is Raz. Uh, let me say his name right. Ramzu. Ramzu. Brother Ramzu. Ramzu Yunus. He has a plan. He has the organization in place. And he's passionate about what he's doing. Um, the conference call is every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The number is 425-436-6377. The access code is 201-869. Now, let me say that again. Call in number 425-436-6377. Once you call in, the access code is 201-869. I need as many people on this call tonight as humanly possible. Why? Because George Floyd screamed out, I can't breathe in broad daylight while a cop took his life. I need as many people on this call tonight as humanly possible. I'm going to give you the number one more time. 425-436-6377. Access code is 201-869. 8 p.m. tonight. That's in nine minutes, Eastern Standard Time. So as soon as you get off here with me, I need you on that call. I need you on that call. So if you feel as though you're really tired of the, the, the things happening to us as a people and you want you want some information on what you can do outside of bitching and moaning get on a call call a couple other people let them know to get on the call if you really want to make a move and not be a part of the problem and be a part of the solution get on the council in your city and let's build let's build it ain't no time for talking y'all Talking is over. It's time for some action. And if you're scared, go to church. That's we got so-called soldiers out here, a lot of so-called thugs out here. But when it's time to really put your life on the line and stand up for something, instead of falling for the same bullshit that we've been falling for, we've been taking this stuff, man. We've been taking it on the chin. Like this. Is, is worse than the 60s In the 60s They would fight They would stand up to the police You know we didn't have a lot of weapons Or a, a lot of stuff that we could do to really combat them But they stood up for themselves They went to jail They got, they got 
hit the water hoses, dogs, but they did something. They just didn't sit back and allow them to just continue to do shit without no course of action. Where is the church? Ask yourself, where is the church when all of this shit is happening? Where is the church, people? The church is sitting at home watching like you mute because they bought in to the system. They bought into the faith-based initiative where they can get tax write-offs as long as they stay out of political and legal affairs. So that's why you don't see Bishop T.D. Jakes, Creflo Dollar, Al Sharpton. You don't see these cats out on the front line no more. It ain't because they're old. It's because they sold us out. I love them. I love all of them. But they sold us out, y'all. You never in the 60s would have heard Martin Luther King or any of those individuals in that era selling out and saying that they they can't speak. When they silence your ass, you are you're done. And they know as a black community, the only leadership we know is the church. So when the church don't have nothing to say, it's free game. They can do whatever the hell they want. And and if they kill somebody like they did my man George, all's going to happen is maybe the guy that killed him, maybe he goes to jail. The family gets some money. And in a couple of weeks, same shit, different day. I need y'all to know this, people. Look, man, um, I got a couple of people uh, that's been on the call because this is going to be a short one because I got a, a training to do at 8 o'clock. So let me let me answer one of these calls real quick and see if they got anything they want to say. Caller, um, let me call one of these 937 numbers. Uh, caller 937, your area code, last four digits is 2455. If you got anything to say, just jump on here and give me give me a little feedback. You on the line. Who I got on here? 2455, you on the line. I don't think they want to talk, y'all. That's cool. That's cool. Peace and love anyway. Okay. I thought I, I thought I had somebody on there that wanted to talk. It's cool because I really going to have to wrap this up, man. But let me give you these websites and these uh, phone numbers again. If you want to jump on the call, there's going to be a team reparations call, a conference call going on in five minutes. The number to call in is 425-436-6377. The access code is 201-869. Get on that call. Get some information from my brother Ramzu. And, 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 and stand up for your people, man. You, you are in a position to stand up for your kids, your brother, your sister, your mother. They are not discriminating who they are putting hands and feet on and bullets on. It's a war going on outside, y'all. And the most high, until he steps in and rectifies this, we got to stop being passive and docile. We got to start going back to the lion that's in us. We got to start whooping some ass, shooting back when they shoot at us, and letting these people know we're not going to continue to allow you to kill us, beat us, and disrespect us. It's time for a revolution. 
You can't get no clearer than that. Regular civilians killing us in the streets. The police killing us, making a mockery of it in front of the world. Shouts out to Minneapolis, everyone that protested. I feel sorry for y'all, man. I feel y'all pain. Uh, at least you made an effort because in a time like this, we don't have no direction. So we, we act out. And unfortunately, some individuals that protested are going to go to jail, unfortunately. And it's crazy that, that they have the cameras to be able to later go back and handpick who they want to arrest. But we need to do something. Minneapolis, y'all need to be on board. Y'all need to be on board as human rights policy officers. Y'all need to get these reparations together for your city because you need it right now. Georgia, you need it right now. Florida, you need it right now. New York, all over the country, anywhere we've been persecuted, disrespected, we need it. We need to organize. We have something in place. It's all about you stepping up, making the first step, and we're going to surround you with a team, a team of individuals that are not, I don't want to say the word, but starts with a P, ends in a Y. Real men do real things. Get on board, y'all. We can't see another black life, life die at the hands of the enemy. I'm going to call it like it is. Got some training to do, man. Got to change gears, (laughs) y'all. But peace, love, and all of that, man. And I will see y'all on Saturday. Shaman L. Divine Bay. Y'all have a good one. Good one. Time to do some training on the credit side, y'all.